glad to be back at Dream Stories. No pun intended. Oh, that's true. No pun intended. It really wasn't intended. <laughs> it's good. No, I mean, for folks who don't know, I broke my back, uh, what, three weeks ago? So we've been off about two weeks, I guess. Halloween. We, I did. It was the 31st of October. It sure was. Mm-hmm. Broke my back and um, <clears throat> had uh, surgery on the 8th of November. Yeah. Amazing uh, recovery. From so surgery, good. you I mean, really, really did well. Yeah. I mean, I was had like excruciating pain yeah. the first week, and then uh, eight days after breaking it, had surgery, and pretty much, I mean, like you were helping me into the hospital to the outpatient area, barely walking, and pretty much just walked out to the car in the far side of the parking lot after recovery. That's yep. pretty cool. It's really good. I, it's, granted. The incision pain and the um, muscular pain, the ligaments that were pulled and torn, I was in on enough medication when I came out of the hospital that those weren't bothering me. The next few days were a little Oh, yeah, the first day you were like, woohoo, look <laughs> at me. Let's go. And I'm I was like, you better sit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better you know, sit down. I don't normally take pain medication, so I didn't yeah. know that's what it was. I just thought I felt better. And you did for <laughs> that moment. <laughs> and I'm still struggling a little bit. Like, I mean, sitting here to film, you know, I can feel the muscles in my back, you know, kind of being a little uh, tight and uh, stuff. Yeah. But compared to where I was, oh, yeah. my goodness. You were afraid great. to move, too. I think when someone tells you you've broken a bone in your back, you have these thoughts. because terrified. Well, you have, you hear of people saying your back is not stable. It could collapse right there. You know, so you yeah. had these fears. And, I mean, granted, they're, they were legitimate fears. I probably would have had the same. You well, know, and even I, though the doctor was telling me your back's stable and it's not anything you need to worry about, I still stressed well, out. One doctor it. told you it was stable and fine. The other doctor said, well, you really need surgery. That was the True. ER doctor going, True. then going to see an orthopedic yep. surgeon. And so we were, yep. uh, you had another orthopedic surgeon friend who recommended this, the surgeon you got right. and thankful for him. He was like, you know, they're probably going to tell you you're going to be okay. And then he, when he was surprised, they said, no, the, the place it was broken, it was best yeah. for them to jack your yeah, back and, up. And, and, yeah, that's right. I so, so, okay. So, so just so everybody knows, they did four incisions, two for each vertebrae, mm-hmm. and they open them up and put like a little tube in and then drill a hole into your Vertebra. vertebrae. And and they did a stent, like a balloon thing on one of them, and pushed it back up into place and then filled it with basically glue. concrete, glue, mm-hmm. cement, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the other one... They were telling us if you, you know, they're telling us there's two options one's a balloon, one's a jack, like mm-hmm. a little car jack. They spin the wheel right. and it jacks everything back up into place. And I told you beforehand, is it wrong to kind of hope they jack you up? They <laughs> put the jack in so I could tell everybody the rest of my life I, I really am jacked up. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, and they did. They ended up having to put the jack well, in. Well, I it mean, they tried to do the balloon on that. They one. did. It, it just, just wouldn't lift it. It would up. not lift your vertebrae up yeah. and it exerts they said like 300 pounds of pressure but yeah. you needed something that exerted much more yeah a lot more so yeah the and jacks, they said it worked and they just encased that jack in concrete too mm-hmm. and literally all the broken bone pain was gone within 20 minutes after surgery mm-hmm. pretty amazing I, I told you and i'll tell everybody who's watching i'm a big believer that god heals miraculously and supernaturally 
And I'm a big believer that he gives wisdom to the medical community for them to do what they do. There's no way they could do that surgery without God having given them the insight and the wisdom. And shout out to Dr. Um, John Crompton in West Virginia, who was a former church member and got me pointed in the right direction for surgery, and to Dr. Tim Bassett in uh, Tuscaloosa, who took care of me and got me back up and moving yeah. and able to do podcasts again. Yeah, we're so thankful. It's we're good. thankful. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? I oh, <clears throat> well, we need to talk about dreams some more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, and we're thankful you're okay. Thank you are. for your prayers. And I, and I thank you. people kind of wanted an update yeah, what happened. Yeah, thank you for goes, your so. prayers. And, and, and a lot of people brought us meals and took care of us. It's been very yeah, nice. Yeah, it's been really, really nice. Yeah. Really, really good. Our church so. family did that for us, and we appreciate it. Yep. Really awesome. Mm-hmm. So, well, you had a dream recently that uh, was kind of unique and weird. We've talked several times weird. about. Yeah, you're always dreams are always strange, but but we've talked several times about when deceased people show up in dreams. Yeah, and the different things it can mean. But this one, I thought probably would be a fun uh, topic because I think some people listen to the podcast. And think that we always know what a dream means, and we always respond perfectly to a mm-hmm. dream, and that we mm-hmm. always do. And this was dreams that had some confirmation; they were important. Yeah. But we still really don't know what to do no, with it. And it, I think it's good for people to know that. So. I mean, I, we're just going to cover this anyway because who knows where it will go? Because right. I don't always share um, everything, and I may not share everything about this particular dream like who the people were their names or anything like that um because you know what was in the dream was something that i probably needed to act on or help with in some way um whatever but anyway i i had a dream about uh well i i guess i should say sometimes we don't know how to respond to dreams you know Uh, we have them and we go okay is that about me is that about someone else or whatever but anyway i had this dream about a friend who had passed away it's been over you know it's been some time good good bit of time right Uh, about Um, 2019 maybe or Something like that, 2020. 2020, a little yeah. over two years or right at two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, we knew the person. Oh, right at 18 months. I yeah, guess, we but, knew mm-hmm. the person well. and. Uh, well, that, when I was pastor and they were part of our congregation. Yes. Good friends. Yes. Um, but anyway, I had a dream, and the dream had a dilemma in it. I mean, there's no need for me to go into great detail about what right. the dilemma was. But he was looking for something that was very important. And, you know, and then he, in the dream, he kind of fussed at me a little bit and said I had done something with it. And I was like, no, I, I didn't, you know, do anything with it. And then um, later in the dream, I had a solution for him and said, you know, this is w- where you might find what you're looking for. And then when I woke up from the dream, I remember being puzzled. And I came to you, and I was like, why Why would I dream about this? Because, you know, it's something that really nothing could be done about. You know, they're already passed or whatever. Yeah, there was, there was clearly no way to take that dream in, more like a vision, more literal, of mm-hmm. you needed to go do something or help this individual mm-hmm. find something. Mm-hmm. You really could, because it was impossible. It's a person who's already right. uh, has passed, already away. passed away. Well, the unique right. thing is their spouse had recently passed away, Like too. within a few weeks. Right, and yeah. they showed up in the dream as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't really say much, you know. I just, they were there. So I, I was like, well, what do I do with this, you know? And, and I asked you, I was like, should, should I, you know, do something with this? And you were like, well, I don't know. 
Well, three days later, um, I'm in a store and I get a, I think my phone buzzed or, or it kind of rang. And it said, and it had the person's name who had recent, more recently, their spouse had passed away. And it said, so-and-so is trying to reach you. The and person I, who just recently passed away. Yeah, was trying to reach you. yeah. Yeah. Now this is three days after the dream. Uh, the dream. So I mean, I have not done anything with it yet because you then you fail. I mean, all that had kind of happened. Right. So I'm I'm going to reach out to uh, someone I know and just ask them it's some the questions about it. Yeah. But it was just so strange, and you know, it's like sometimes when you're looking at a dream, you know, we talk about intrinsic dreams and extrinsic dreams. Intrinsic right. being more about ourselves right extrinsic being things that are outside of us well this really i wasn't really doing anything in the dream but then i felt like it was confirmation getting the phone call and uh, um or the the message, the message or messenger it says someone's so trying to reach you by phone or something like that or can i call you i don't remember what it said i went back and looked for it it's not there but when i showed it to my son he was like oh mom you know, like, because I, I said, well, you think that's weird? Let me tell you the dream I had. And I told him the dream I had. He goes, mm, there's something on that, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing about it. That's one of the things I felt like was important for us to talk about is you had a confirmation mm-hmm. that this family, something to do with this family was important. Mm-hmm. You had the dream. You had an outside event that confirmed that there's mm-hmm. something going on here. There's some... There's some because they were trying to get you to help with something in the right. dream, and then you get this message. Uh, I'm trying to reach you, trying to contact mm-hmm. you. Which you know, who knows? It could have been somebody who spoofed the account. It could have been exactly. Somebody who, you, that, but, yes. but see, here's the thing. I think people discount that stuff. Oh, their account got hacked. Yeah. Yeah. Right at that moment, within yeah. three days of the dream. Yeah. That's. Yes, yeah, so it was hacked. Yeah. That doesn't mean Holy Spirit didn't have something to do with knowing when it was going to be hacked and knowing when to give you the dream right. to allow those two things to become a confirmation. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing to me about this, and, and, and we still don't know what the dream meant. Mm-hmm. We know it's important. Yeah. We know we need to keep pursuing understanding it. Right. But we don't yet know what it well, meant. Well, in the dream, there was kind of like a little... Um, something that would maybe solve an issue that I had brought up. So I I think I'll just deliver that to the family maybe because there could be things that I don't even know about, you know, that might would be helpful to the family. And that's really all we have to do, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's really not our job to go, oh, well, I need, I need to find out what's going on so that I can solve a mystery or a dilemma because something was lost, you know, in yep. the dream. And I was like, you know, if that's really not our place. I mean, because kind of sometimes that means somehow we might get try to get credit for it or, you know, it's nothing like that for me. It may not mean anything to them at all. But the fact that it was and, – and I know some people might go – oh, do you believe in people talking to you from the other side, you know? And it wasn't that. For me, it was like, okay, here's the dream, which I believe was given by God. Then the confirmation that I needed to go back and reflect a little bit more on it and possibly follow through with some of the things, do I actually believe that that person was trying to reach out to me from the other side? Not necessarily. I just felt like it was confirmation from God, just at least... Um, follow through with the process. Normally, I would actually what I did at first was just prayed. Yeah, prayed that that, that everything was fine. Well, and that's that, the appropriate with the family. response. Mm-hmm. 
when you don't know what to do, that's mm-hmm. an appropriate right. response. You pray and you ask God to intervene mm-hmm. and, and, and that nature. We don't always get to know what a dream mm-hmm. means. Right. As much as we do dream interpretation, as much as we work on our own dreams, we don't always have the answer. And, and I think it's good for people to know that that's true of a person who's just starting to learn about dreams. Mm-hmm. It's true of people who've been working with dreams for what? What have we been doing, 30 years now right, or something, right, 25 right. years? Uh, we don't always know, and that's okay. So prayer is the appropriate response. Mm-hmm. And now you can take some steps. You can reach out. You can do some 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 simple things to see if that door opens. We've talked plenty of times on this podcast about um, when saints who've passed away do show up in a dream and it's really them Mm -hmm. and there's a message or there's direction or something like that but this is not what that was this was metaphorical this was the the, something relating to their family something relating to something the the family needed or had lost or something relating to the their lineage Mm -hmm. or um the spiritual fact, we don't really know, but it wasn't right. like them showing up. It was right. much more, there's a message here. And we just, we have to, we have to trust God mm-hmm. that the timing for understanding what's going on is his, not ours. Yeah. We don't get it when we want it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was thinking about a time, you know, that um, your grandmother showed up in the dream. We've talked about this many times. You were yeah. kind of asleep or awake. You were kind of in yeah, a, a different, the, yeah. That twilight kind yeah. of. Yeah. And, um, you know, she gave you a message. And, you know, you at first didn't know what that meant. And I remember you would say to me, oh, my goodness, you dream about my grandmother all the time. That's my grandmother. Why doesn't... Why don't, why don't I, I dream? dream why don't about I get her? a dream about her? Well, you got you know this this encounter kind of thing that happened for you where she came to you in a dream, and we've had other relatives where some of their grandparents have shown up in dreams, you know. And I well, don't think was, we should ignore those almost, things. But see, it was almost two years, even though that was a very direct, almost like a message more than a metaphorical dream. Something she spoke very clearly, but it was just mystery. Yes, and it was something, at the time, you didn't even, there really wasn't even a huge dilemma. There was a small dilemma, dilemma, but but it was not huge, mm -hmm. and it wasn't until later that it was like, oh, wow. It was almost two years before we had a full understanding of what that dream, that dream slash vision slash encounter, what it meant, and that was okay. We could look back two years previously and see, wow, God knew exactly what we were dealing with. He knew exactly Mm -hmm. what was going on. And, and so part of it is when you don't have an understanding of what a dream is means or what it's about or that sort of thing, part of that is about, okay, there, will, there can come a point in time when you get the opportunity to realize, wait a minute, God knew before I went through this what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't understand the dream, here now on the backside, he's telling me, I knew, I knew you were going to be okay. Everything's good. Yeah. And that's, there's a lot of grace in that. And you, you know, at first, even though you knew you were kind of like, wow, you you felt like it was powerful in the moment, but you had no idea um, that how powerful it would be later and like how much it encouraged you. So I encourage you that when you have those encounters, if you have that encounter, 
uh, with a loved one who has passed, not to just cast it aside as if, you know, I was taught, you know, when I was younger that, you know, you have to be careful with necromancy and talking to the dead and that sort of thing. And I agree with that 100%. You right. do have to watch that. that. That is not a road you want to go down. And I wouldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But there is a difference when they, there is, now I'm not going to say there aren't times where something dark could approach you and be, I mean, something deceptive, you know. You sure. have to be careful and watchful of that. I think a, um, something that would be wise would be sharing it with other people other who, other who understand. Who yes, understand and trades. those who are solid and, you know, um, you know, you, you don't want to just say, oh, whatever. Um, and we don't do that, you know. Right. I don't just sit around and talk to my dead relatives. No, but, but I think what you're talking about here is there are times when a person is just a metaphor. There are times right. when they're bringing a message. We don't, if we're freaked out by it, if if necromancy and, and um the 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 dark mystical side of of communing or con- conversing with the dead, the Christian prohibitions mm-hmm. to that are all directed towards the individual pursuing it, mm-hmm. and in the cases we're talking about, a if it came from the enemy, you didn't ask for it, mm-hmm. so you can deal with it. So it's not you doing mm-hmm. something weird or crazy. B, if it comes in a dream, vision, encounter that came from God, you didn't ask for it. God sent it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's clearly times when that's even scriptural. Uh, scriptural. I mean, so the Mount of Transfiguration, get, right. Jesus talks to Moses and to uh, Elijah. Elijah. Mm-hmm. And while some people will say, well, Moses, you know, uh, Elijah uh, went up in the whirlwind. He, he wasn't necessarily dead. Moses, there's a passage in Jude where... Mm-hmm. The devil and Michael the archangel contend over Moses' body. He's dead. Right, you know? right, so he's right. dead. There's some bones there. Uh, yeah, you've got the, <laughs> the example in the Old Testament with um, uh, Samuel uh, coming and speaking to King Saul, the witch of Endor snare. That's mm-hmm. not necessarily a positive example, but, but it's there. Right. But there are examples there. So so the key is we're not pursuing it. So in your dream, mm-hmm. the thing we don't want people to freak out about is there was nothing encounter. There was no, that was not a real experience with a deceased person. If that did happen, we have basis for it. We've talked sure. about it before. Uh, as long as we're not pursuing it, right? But frequently, we're going to have these metaphorical uh, dream situations with somebody who's deceased, mm-hmm. and and. The real example here is just not knowing what to do with it. It has it, it, it's not important. It could have been somebody who was alive, yeah, that was in the dream, and we still wouldn't have known what to do with it. Right. It's okay. Yep. We can wait. We yep. can take our time. Right. I have people all the time who share dreams with me. Um, thirty years old, forty years old, fifty year old people. Old. Um, the old. I think I had somebody who was like seventy share a dream that they had had when they were six or seven years old, mm-hmm. had no idea. What is that? 50-plus years, 60-plus right. years? Yeah. Had no idea what it what the dream meant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we interpreted the dream, and they were like, that's what it was, or that's what it is. Yeah. You know, that's a long time to wait for an interpretation. It is. 
but it still had life and value. Well, honestly, I was, you know, having this dream, I was thinking, okay, why did I have that dream? I mean, I can't interact with them anymore. I'm not, I'm, there's not much I can do. I don't know the family that well. Okay, so I just prayed about it, and then three days later, the little thing came across my phone. I want to say it came twice because there was something just very, like, okay, I, I couldn't let it go. Yeah. And I, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to you know, act on this or whatever. So, you know, it's one of those things where it could have been 20 years down the road that something would have confirmed why I did what I did. Or I might would have never known, just prayed for the the family or whatever and never known anything. You just don't know. So all I'm saying is just being open, paying attention to that that language and that conversation that you're having with God. And you handle the things you can handle. You look at the dream to evaluate what can I glean from this? What can I get from this? Mm -hmm. You mentioned something earlier, intrinsic versus extrinsic dreams. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it before, but briefly, when you're the center of attention in a dream, when you're at the heart of the dream, you're mm-hmm. what, everything in the dream's about you, that's going to be an intrinsic dream. The dream's going to be about you. Mm-hmm. When you're outside looking in, like you're the fly on the wall looking down from the corner of the ceiling, and you have no part in the dream whatsoever, that's going to be what we call an extrinsic dream. It's probably going to be about someone or something else. Mm-hmm. But we have that challenging spot, and that's where this mm-hmm. dream was, which left us still struggling with even who's the dream about, not just what's the interpretation, right. but who's right. the dream about, because that's when you're a participant in the dream. You're not the center of attention. Right. You're not completely outside, but you're involved mm-hmm along or equally with other people. Yeah. And those can be intrinsic or extrinsic dreams. And honestly, I asked you to help me interpret that dream that morning, and you kind of gave me a little hint of what it could mean. You didn't say it definitely means this, you know. And so I I was like, okay. And it was just kind of general, you know. And and then, but it wasn't until that I got the text message, you know, a few days later that I was like, Okay, I think it may have been just a little bit more to it than a, just being general, yeah. and you don't know that until you get to you yeah. have experiences you sometimes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So and, and, and so, we don't really know who the dream's about, right. for sure. We don't really know what the dream means, but we do know it's important because there's mm-hmm. a confirmation that comes through. We know that we still don't have an answer, mm-hmm. and circumstances have led to other things happening and not being able to just diligently, you know, seek out an answer. And I think that's another important point on this type of dream when we don't really know what the dream means is don't let it consume you. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to put it on the table and say, God, if that's important, you give me understanding of what it is. Absolutely. And, and in this case, he told you it was important. Mm -hmm. And now we just say, okay, God, it's important. I don't know what it means. You bring the affirmation. You bring something to help me. Or just get me through it mm-hmm. and let me, even if I don't see it for some time later. Right. Job 33 talks about, you know, at night when we slumber, men slumber on their beds and deep mm-hmm. sleep falls and God seals our instructions. He may not, sometimes we use that passage to talk about we can't remember our dream. And so the Lord sealed the dream up mm-hmm. and we just, the next verse goes on to say it's done basically to keep us from pride. Mm-hmm. So we don't get prideful that we we had the answer, so right. to speak. So we use that verse a lot of times to talk about how a dream, we can't remember a dream, but it was God who closed the dream down, not that we just couldn't remember it. Right. But that verse also applies to the situation you're, talk, you're dealing with here, which is you remember the dream, mm-hmm. but the interpretation is sealed. Yeah. 
Yeah. We don't know what that interpretation right. You may walk out what the interpretation is yeah. before you ever realize what the interpretation yes. is. <laughs> True. You've walked it out. You've done it. You've completed mm-hmm. it. You've fulfilled whatever God wanted you to know or do in that situation. And you took no pride in it because you didn't know what you were doing, you know? Right. I don't know, you know. Right. But suddenly afterwards, you're like, that's what the dream is about. Now you don't take pride in the fulfillment. You're just like, God, you're awesome. You knew exactly what. And that's the way dreams are supposed to be, bringing glory to God, mm-hmm. not causing us to be, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm look at me, I'm super cool because I don't yeah. know what the dream means. Right, exactly. So, so it's some cool things we it see is. in and these kind of dreams. It is. And, you know, uh, I think it's it's okay for us to end on, on this and not even really well, have to talk about it a whole mo- much further because, honestly, it could be that I had the dreams just to be able to share this because yeah. some people may be like on a cliffhanger going, oh, I wonder what the dream was about or, you know, that really doesn't matter. It's just learning how to listen to God, act on it, and I'm going to and act trust on him. it. Yeah, I'm going to call the family and say, I had a dream about this. This is something I saw. You know, I don't know if you want to hear it or not, and it's yeah. fine. If they want to, I'll share. If they don't, I'm going to move on. It doesn't affect me. And it me, may or may know? not have any impact on exactly. them at all. And it's okay. And I'm just being following through and being yeah. obedient. I think the key takeaway from this mm-hmm. podcast episode is it's okay not to know. Yeah, true. It really is. Yeah. And, and, and don't look at other people who talk about dreams all the time, like us in this podcast, and say, well, they always know. Nope, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream this morning, and I was like, Michael, help me with it. You know, we were I'm trying like, to. I don't know about that. That was a I long it was, dream. It's it really, was a long dream, oh my goodness. Well, listen, uh, I think we're going to wrap up a little bit early. Yeah. Not too much, but uh, well, your I'm back still is struggling still just healing. a little bit with yeah. sitting in a hard oh, no, chair like this. And so. Um, and I know probably people are watching thinking, boy, he's sitting really weird there. So his <laughs> arms aren't moving and stuff. And I'm trying to get comfortable. And I just can't do no, it. That's so. why I said, this, it'll be okay for us to end on yeah. this. So it's been good. It's been good to get back. Been good to get back on video because, you know, we spent the last podcast we did, we didn't get to do on video. It was just audio only. So mm-hmm. had a few people say, hey, please don't leave YouTube. So, uh. And you look beautiful. <laughs> Well, we, We've been we to went wedding, out today. We went to a hair. wedding. I have makeup. You have, and we new, have new hair do. It's beautiful. You look awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So we'll end on that note. My wife looks awesome. Okay. <laughs> As always, keep dreaming.